Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things neighborly. Here are your hosts, Alex and Irina Mazukin. Well, welcome to the last podcast of the year. The year. Yeah. Here's to uh, Christmas Eve, the day that, uh, the first day I ever made you cry when we got married. <laughs> we talked about that last we time, did talk didn't about we? The podcast. <laughs> so, well, no, Good this times. time, this, this nine, time, nine years ago. Nine years ago. Well, yeah, maybe a little bit later in the evening. <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. There's still time to recreate that. Yep. Um, also, don't think we've had eggnog since that day. Yeah, I, I don't know about I eggnog. I don't like eggnog. I really don't. And the people who obsess about eggnog, eggnog is like a... Like drinking like heavy cream. It's, yeah, well, a milkshake is a good one to compare it to. But how many milkshakes are you going to have? One. Yeah, and then like they spike it and I'm like, oh, that's even worse. It's just like heavy. That's another word. But I also don't drink milk, so... Yeah, your stomach would be destroyed if you had So, me. I don't know if that's part of it. I just never like the consistency. It's a lot of people heavy. also don't realize that eggnog has a thousand calories. And I'm not over... In like one cup. Yeah, in one it's cup, insane. It's, it's like a thousand calories. Because it's, it's just pure cream and sugar. Now, what I don't get is people obsess about eggnog and the idea of spiking it. And it's a holiday drink, sure. Mm-hmm. But how come nobody really obsesses about spiking like milkshakes? I know like Applebee's has a mudslide, but... Because when you drink during the day during the holidays <laughs> yeah. it's such a silly thing they do that they're like okay let's just look it is forward it's to just this. like tradition thing of like um you have to have one, like it apple cider hot apple cider and that's or, another thing yeah hot apple cider i don't which like i actually it. enjoy i can drink that i just can't it's like you have like half a cup and you're done because it's so sugary it has to be soda people too i think soda people they're so accustomed to that amount of sugar that i think it's exactly it you that if you've grown to like crave that much sugar you're gonna love that for me i can't even have like a glass of um like a sweet wine like a riesling or something because it's so sweet because you have such a sophisticated advanced palate <sighs> now yeah even though i can't drink bourbon yet well bourbon is not a sweet thing Bourbon's that's what i'm a, saying yeah I, I don't i'm think getting it, there i don't think you need to get there i think that's a that's a unless you really want to be able to like mm. no everybody has their wine, taste wine their, should be uh uh a, a, a talent not a talent but a palate that you should develop as an adult like you're not going to go out to a nice dinner and then ask them for a diet coke right. so w- wine should be something an adult should acquire uh, or learn to acquire and but not bourbon you're not gonna i mean unless you're a, a guy maybe but then you can get away with beer or yeah or just be with those crazy people but there i know i have some friends who girls that who love bourbon too yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an anomaly. It's more, more than zero. It's more than zero for sure. And it's, <laughs> and it's less than four. Less than three. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there are some, yeah, gals out there who like it. And that's, but it's just like a, I think it's just a preference. Yeah. And I wonder if. Because the, the same, the same girls that like the bourbon are still the girls who drink the sweetest coffee I've ever tasted in my life. So it's not like they're like drinking black coffee uh-huh. and bourbon. It's just like whatever that they have that like palette for that's so interesting because gasoline pure gasoline gasoline. (laughs) it's interesting because you would imagine if you drink sweet drinks or coffee drinks you're gonna have well that's what i'm saying a fruit for thing but 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 i mean the people who make sense to even drink bourbon are the people who drink coffee black that's what i'm saying it's Mm -hmm. like you'd think the same people who drink even gals who drink coffee black and have that like they don't really like sweet stuff Mm -hmm. would drink bourbon but it could go either way how hilarious it would be like since I drink my coffee black, I'd, I'd want like like a mint some, mojito. Yeah, mint mojito. I'm, I'm like, and then I respond with yum. Yum, that's so good. This is my favorite. Yeah, or guys that drink Trulies. 
Although apparently you I'm, had Trulies I'm this fine. summer, so I did. stop it. And now, did I enjoy them? Absolutely not. You Ask enjoy the 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 feeling of not drinking something super heavy and feeling like your tummy hurts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you don't enjoy the man. feeling of drinking truly because it literally is drinking like water. Yeah, there's no buzz. <laughs> there's you you get zero buzzes from yeah. a truly. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I, it, I, but I'm so I'm, I'm realizing that like hard seltzer, how popular they're becoming. They are like they're super popular within like the frat fraternities now, like the frat guys. Really? Apparently, because I think they it can used still to be stay like Bud Light or something. Shredded. Shredded, well, probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Although like... I don't know if Michelob Ultra ever caught on to them, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. Well, don't know. people are mixing. It's like frat, I guess, guys, and also mid thirty year old suburban dads <laughs> yeah who just you know two drinks and you're wrecked the next day oh. from bad sleep um speaking of being better what is uh i think we promised people we're going to talk about new year's resolutions uh, the thing is i don't know that i have any yet you don't ha you haven't thought do of you have any? anything i yeah there's a few things that i've thought about i thought about that what's what's something you've been on that's on, been on your mind well there's a few things that are um parental and a few things that are f like an entrepreneurial thing so personal and business personal and business yeah i have a few things personal yeah. but personal ones i've started realizing with jack our oldest being eight now he it, i think this is like the most clearest i think maybe yesterday the day before was the most clearest day transition in life that he's having where he's just not into toys anymore which that sounds seems so early to me and he's also becoming a real a-hole because he's just playing video games on his hold every day throughout winter break. Yeah, because they have nothing else to do. And as soon as you say, take a break. He's watching TV. He's watching TV. And as soon as you say, no TV, then he's just annoying you like in front of you. you or know? pouting, or, yeah. Or it's like, dude, you got to figure something out. He has to be entertained by somebody else. But I've, I know that the way he responds when... Like it really bothers me when a child doesn't use their creativity and we've had an episode yeah. about this before but uh i've noticed my response is already like irritated with my kid mm -hmm. and i tend to yell you know shout stop you know <laughs> knock it off go figure something out i'll throw your toys away if you don't and i'm becoming more aware of like i could really screw him up if i continue to do that where i'm trying to have be have more patience i guess i'm trying mm -hmm. to not to that's a big one. Like not to, I'm trying not to yell in a response, but be more patient of like, like I'm okay with rolling my eyes. I'm okay by being <laughs> irritated, but I got to figure out how not to have him have a memory. Yes. Have him have a memory of me reacting because I feel like my yeah. generation is better than his generation. And the reality is his generation is going to be hooked to the freaking computer. Yeah. Like they're going to live in the whole meta world yeah. <laughs> that they're developing. The metaverse. The metaverse. And uh, so, I, yeah, it's it's one personal. I think it's hard for us because we want to hang out, hang on to that little bit of like, go play outside, play with your toys for as long as we can with them. Because like we're already seeing like the negative side effects of just sitting on the tv or playing video games and sit on the computer and um watching tv all day mm -hmm. and so i think because we've we've experienced as kids none of that but then as adults we've experienced the other side of it of just having 
screens everywhere we go i think at least for me i feel like i'm trying to hang on to that as long as possible with my kids so that's why i'm always like go outside go do go you know clean your room if you mm-hmm. you know don't have anything to do like all these things that's why the other day i was like okay i'll go with becca in the hot tub because it's like better than him sitting also, and watching chill out. that's the first time you've ever whatever done that. i it can't tell fun. you how many times and you brought harper every in, time I, you, you pawned she, her off she she well first of all you do the same thing to me first of all if <laughs> i we're was gonna, leaving if we're gonna count our ratios also, no that doesn't that's not fair i was leaving what? Because my girlfriends well, were taking me out for my birthday. Well, there was other. That's not the first time that has happened. That's the first time. That's she's not the co- first time. She's been in the hot tub before with me. But I was in there. This is yeah. only the second time she's ever been in the hot tub was when I. Well, first gave of all, no, no, you. no. What is she supposed to do? She's staring at the window <laughs> through the window, screaming. Yeah, I she saw was her. screaming. Which is fine. She she was cute and had a good time. In the hot well, tub. I mean, there's no way I can. What I'm am just I saying, do? you pawned her off. I, you well, did. no, I didn't pawn her off. I finally opened the door. So it's fine. You can go out there. Well, you undressed her and brought her in. <laughs> yeah, because she was screaming through the window she looking at fine. you guys. She was fine. She had a good time. Yeah. And the water was perfect. Yeah, it's, you know. But th- but I think going back to it is like, at least for me, it's it's so hard for me to like just see them like watching TV all day or like playing video games. I want them to still have that little like innocence, the childlike innocence of going outside and riding their bikes. But it's like becoming less and less and less a thing i'm not so stuck on preserving that uh adolescent Why? innocence I, just because people grow they evolve yeah. and it's they're going to be even i don't different want my kids stage. to grow up but what's annoying to me is the amount of money that you spend on their things like the like tomorrow's christmas and the amount of toys that you still bought them and mm. all these bikes and all these scooters and all these things i didn't buy them that much toys well, beckham just got like right the model rockets jack but, mostly but the point is, is like you're Other you're things. spending money on these Nerf guns, on these toys and trinkets <laughs> that don't get played. Mm-hmm. So when that's why I lost my mind. I was like, okay, fine. Go in your room, get a box. We're just going to donate all your toys. Because why is it just building up? Like I, there's no room in your room. Nobody, yeah. And then they were like, no, I don't want it. Be- well, Jack didn't care, but Beckham was like crying about it. I was like, fine. Then go through all of your toys and whatever you don't want, put in a box. That way we can at least downsize on the i mean half their toys are like broken in their room too Mm -hmm. and or don't work or whatever but the thing that's annoying is we didn't i didn't get that very many toys like i got them like stocking stuffer stuff and like for jack most the only thing that he got that was kind of toy related was um board games because he loves those for family nights but they're gonna get tons of toys from like your side of the family and my side of the family so well, and that's the even though is, we're not like getting them stuff, they're still going to get so much toys. Well, then, so like, I think you were bothered by like, oh, they're not going to have something to play with to open for because we're doing like bigger kid gifts, like clothes and stuff like yeah. that. And you were the one I was making the point about like, well, I don't want to be sad that they don't have something to play with. But and that's the part that bothers me where the way Jack is kind of developing. And, and I think it's a natural progression, but I thought that usually comes at the age of like 10. Me too. I thought but, it, I th- he is pretty mature for his age though. So maybe sure. that's it. But I guess the part that's bothering me is the part that when you say take a break from TV or video games, he can't just go, okay, then I'm going to go do this other thing. Yeah. I'm going to no, go. He can't like turn he, his. Some- he then even puts the blame on you where he goes, can you go throw a ball with me? And you're like, oh no, you just don't like not being entertained by somebody. Yeah. Somebody has to be like hanging out with you and doing. So now I have. But he's always been that way, even when he was a baby. So now I have to tell you, no, I don't want to go throw a ball with you. Not because I don't want to throw a ball with you, but it's because like you need to go figure out how to entertain yourself right now. You can't just be like, I'm bored. I have nothing to do. 
So I'm just going to rely on somebody else's uh, to for entertainment. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like he's always been that way though, and so he needs. I don't remember him doing stuff like oh, that. Oh, when he was a toddler, he could not be by himself. He yeah. He was always that way. It's like somebody had to be with him, um, hanging out with him, talking with him. It's just his the way he's wired. But it's very important for him to learn. Mm-hmm. to do things on his own and use his imagination and creativity right. beckham's great at it it's easy for him i told him to go clean his room he played with his legos for an hour yeah. before he even started cleaning <laughs> yeah which is great mm-hmm. but with jack it's hard it's hard but i think i think that's a great um resolution to have i think for me i would love to have the and do first of all don't piggyback off like with the kids when like you, for prayer like what do you think for the, just repeat what the other person says so don't <laughs> no, do that right now can with i me. piggyback I off want, of yours no you're not gonna piggyback <laughs> well i like i like what you said is like I, I i think about this all the time is i want to respond to my kids not react to my kids whatever they do dang you comfy well this is not a video podcast this is gonna be an audio podcast <laughs> well only. people should see this right now my my kick my i kick my feet up on the desk that's what yep. I, on my side of the desk. On your side, because I don't want my feet on my side of the desk. Ugh, gross. gross. I'm going to Clorox that later. Clorox that later, yeah. Um, but I think that's, I like that goal of like, your kids do something or say something and instead of like, my always immediate reaction is like to react like, I don't like what you said. I don't, you know. No, you need to. You. you but that's we, what I'm saying. That's my natural inclination is to react, but I would love to just like, get to a point where i step back for a second take a breath and then respond no i think you need to react i think i think because i think for me reacting is all i do no i do that when you're not around i react all the time when we're driving home from school in the car every single day it's like a shit show. Yeah, but somebody needs to be like the sheriff you know what i mean and by me being the sheriff i'm just going to continue that Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, poorly as time goes on as they get older but moms i feel like they need to be the sheriff because with dad it's too easy to like but i'm saying in a way of like there's a difference between reacting with usually yelling and okay well so here's a prime example but responding you can still respond in a way where it's um uh firm mm-hmm. and like Okay. Con- like they have a consequence sure. right but instead of just yelling at the top of your lungs you respond in a way where it's more pulled together <laughs> yeah but like I, you said like yelling at your kids all the time i do it sure. but listen I'm, I'm going like with things like you were working out in the garage today and i was watching harper and then the boys wanted to make lunch so they kept going in and out of the garage asking you stuff mm-hmm. and you, you should have just be like guys leave me alone i'm working out i'll be done well, it was just minutes. beckham Right, but and I told him that I said I'm, I'll be done twenty minutes. I'll make you. Uh, but lunch. then he kept going back. No, he only ca- he only came once. Oh, maybe he, he must have gone to, um, the to the refrigerator. Uh, yeah, because why I'm seeing it as they're both running in and out like twenty times, and I go, you need to just tell him no. Like, yeah, well, I did. I, I can't be the only one that's. Listen, y- you have to give me credit. I've gotten a lot better since in the last maybe couple of years. You, it's interesting. The people pleasing part of you you've always admitted you were a people pleaser but mm-hmm. and i've always been like really overprotective of you of like not um letting other people take uh um advantage of you mm-hmm. and and i've never taken advantage of you but with the kids you are more especially in the last couple of years that they're developing you have been um 
being taken advantage by them. And I think you're not realizing that. You're just always like, I don't want to say no to them because what if like when they grow up, they're going to resent me or something like mm -hmm. that. And that's really exhausting. So like when Beckham wanted to go to the hot tub, it, and I, I told him, I was like, I don't want to go in the hot tub. I'm tired. And that's, he has to be okay with that because there's going to be another time that we will go to the hot tub. You got to be okay with like not letting that weigh on you and be like, I don't want him to remember this memory that I said. But no see, you him. only see the parts where I say no, like yes to them. There's so many more parts of the day where I say no mm -hmm. to them. I think that you don't see, especially when you're on the days you're like, the weekdays where you're working mm -hmm. and I'm like picking up the kids from school and I'm taking them to school. I say no a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I think when I'm like after a long day and I've, I'm so tired of like saying no. And then it, that's when I'm like, Oh man, I f like, and you get that too. It's I'm like, I say no a lot. Maybe I should just say yes. That's why I like the hot tub thing. And then the other, the day after that, when he wanted to, so badly to watch a movie, but they never, like instead of saying mom let's go watch a movie or let's watch a movie right now they were he was just on his ipad and then it was nine o'clock and he's like mom but i thought we were gonna watch a movie yeah. and then he just lost it he was devastated yeah that's that on whole evening i think kids need to be taught uh, action reaction like like if they want they if they want to go do something like that or like prime example when they do chores and I, they have to go put that star in their you know jars so they can get paid afterwards if they forget to put it in there then that's the money that they lost out on right. like, i can't just always like to me it's like i want you to want to make money and i want you to want to uh have the ability to have money to spend it on video games or whatever but if it's, you're always forgetting to put that star in your in your that's mm -hmm. on you that's not on me that should be like that's a that's, that's a consequence you need to learn as, mm -hmm. as an adult like what what happens when you don't clock into work oh well you don't get paid what you know what i mean like mm -hmm. things like what happens when you don't show up on, on time well you don't have a job anymore there's a lot of things like that, that i think are important to be taught at a very young age at least the the responsibility part of it right i think for me i have a hard time um finding the line of do i beat my kids <laughs> <laughs> no finding the line of like i need to be a parent and i do need to say no sometimes because it's in the long run it's like actually like beneficial for them for me to say no because they are learning through it and also the the other side where i don't want them to become bitter at me because i'm not letting them do things mm -hmm. i still like my parents amazing a great childhood but i still have these like memories of sometimes like my parents saying no for certain things that i wanted to do so badly i still but have some of those but memories. what's the age though was it seven and eight some of them were younger and it's like i know they were like protecting me and like trying to be a parent and look out for my safety and well-being but like some of the things i'm like why why wasn't i allowed to just like do that yeah, you do, but do you, have a, do you have any examples? Like, what are those? What are those things? Um, because if it's like, can I have candy right before bed? Well, the, the answer is probably no. That's that's an easy one. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to grow up in your life and be like, oh, why didn't they let me? Because you're an adult now. I wasn't allowed to have that right. bag of candy before right. I went to bed at 9 p.m. If you were 16, like, hey, can I go to Ukraine by myself? Yeah, the answer could probably be easily <laughs> no. Why? Well, because you're too young yeah. to be, and you should understand as an adult. Well, that's why the little things I do want to say yes to, like the hot <laughs> tub, because it's like, am I just tired and I don't want to go to the hot tub? 
or do I just want to, yeah, like lay on the couch and watch TV by myself or like, you know, what's the reason behind it? So I always have to like reassess, okay, he just wants to spend time with me, that means probably. So I want to like be able to do that with him because, mm-hmm. you know, he keeps asking me. I mean, I think he did ask you first, but whatever. <laughs> you were his second <laughs> choice. I'm always a second choice, but that's why I want to do it because I'm like, well, they always ask dad for everything because you're the one that always plays ball with them and does these kind of like hot tub things takes them four-wheeling and does he's you're the fun dad you're a fun mom too yeah but that's why i want to do like the the extra things like that you that want they to do take the four-wheelers <laughs> they take them out real quick uh, yeah no i get it i get where you're coming from but i think it's i think kids also need to know to receive no as an answer yeah i i totally agree with that i think it's just hard for me to say it because i'm a people pleaser yeah, but no, they're hard. little people. They, I know. Don't, they don't matter. <laughs> I mean, not we're not talking about, we're talking about, we're talking about little kids. People. Yeah. I mean, but they matter. Like, but it's like, oh man, parenting is hard. Trying to like mold these, lead these people to become, to become kind, you know, thoughtful individuals is so hard. <laughs> well, they're, they're kind and thoughtful, but they're, they also have to hear no. I yeah. mean, if I'm tired, I'm not going to go. Yeah. But there's, I think there's, maybe it's a mom thing or whatever. And I don't know why it should be like a mom thing. But The nurturer part of us, maybe. Maybe. We just want like, I don't know, like they're our little babies. Sure, know? but they're my little babies as well. But no, to me, they're mine. Well, sure, they might be yours. That's why you have to go to the hot tub. Because <laughs> they're your babies. They're not mine. So. I think they're probably yours. They're probably mine. <laughs> Who knows? We'll find Most out. Most likely. We'll find out soon enough. Well, they all look like you, so um, there you go. Another thing for New Year's resolution is, um, I don't know if I ever shared about this before, but like I want to I want to come up with some kind of product. I want to, I feel you like. You did share this with me, I think. I shared it with you. I never shared it on the podcast, but like, I feel, I feel like I'm, you know, the wrong word to say is, but so there might be a right word somewhere within that wrong word, but like you, <laughs> there's a saying of like, you're leaving money on the table, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of missed opportunities. And I think that's the feeling that I'm that I'm feeling. Not necessarily that I need more money, but it's just that I feel like there's a wasted opportunity that mm-hmm. one day when this whole Mr. Build It wave dies off, I don't want to look back and be like, oh man, if only I just did that, that. And, and created this and have a different branch of it. Um, so I have a desire to create something whether it's a product or a, a clothing line or or a tool or whatever, I <laughs> I usually it comes from like a demand, right? Where you're like, there's a there's a, de- a, a supply and demand issue. So like, figure out what the uh, the supply mm-hmm. should be or the solution to a demand. But I don't have that yet. It's more of like I just have a desire to make something. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I see somebody coming out with like a premium cl- clothing brand or a workwear or a, a, a tool, um, I get like really jealous. I was like, ah, you just, you leveraged the opportunity yeah. and you took it. Like, oh, I should have done that. Yeah. So, and, but I'm also don't want to, out of my desire or eagerness to create something, I don't want to just make something and then realize it. it was the wrong thing. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not that, a market for mm-hmm. me. I feel like the best products are usually the ones that arise out of necessity or like organically 
where it's like, man, I've noticed that there's no product for this certain like thing or all the ones I've seen are like not visually appealing. And I think the the products that arise out of those kind of um, necessities are always the really successful ones. I mean, there's obviously other ones too, but. Speaking of products like that, I've been, I made a mistake, you know, what did you do? Well, not, it's not a mistake, but I made a mistake of of, of looking up up uh, a particular wallet. So there's a, a company called Ridge Wallet. They're like these minimalistic wallets. Mm-hmm. I just went on their website to see what their options are real quick because my wallet, it's minimalistic, but it's a pain in the butt to get the cards out. Um, and they're like 80 bucks a pop. And I was like, ah, I don't need a wallet that bad to spend 80 bucks for, you know, whatever. I looked it up and then... Ever since then, for the last three days, I've been bombarded with so many different brandings of wallets, of minimalistic wallets. Like ads? <clears throat> yeah, like on Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah. They'll like pull up. Like yeah. there's, this wallet <laughs> has a little lever. You, you squeeze oh it gosh. and the cards it's flip over like to that. the side. And this wallet, there's a rubber band and it makes it push out quickly. And now you're like, I don't even know what I want anymore. <laughs> but now, but what it was is like, I guess where I'm going with this, there's now there is an endless amount of people who came up with a solution to a product, but it's really the same product. There's like they certain just all, tiny little, they just yeah. one put a little hook on it and the other one made a little switch for the blades to, mm-hmm. and then one, the one put an actual key into it as well. Like, so just, they alter it just it. enough to make it like their own. Oh, there's a kajillion of them out mm-hmm. there. So, you know, that was just kind of in line, in line with finding a product and solution. And then now there's way too many solutions to that yeah. product. Well, that's why I think it is now. Like, it's so much easier to um, like create products mm-hmm. now because mm-hmm. you can find a way versus back in the day. I think um, and people have great ideas. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I think you'll come up with something. I think it just hasn't hit you yet. But the fact that your wheels are turning, I think that's a big step first step i also don't know if it's the healthiest thing for me to embark on 2022 the reason why is because we have this house to finish which the house is always going to be there some kind of house but then Mm -hmm. we bought the land to do a cabin build the a-frame cabin build that we want to do and that's only going to be tackled as soon as this house is done um and i do want to within 2022 purchase like a rental house that obviously i'm going to you know remodel and, and make content off Hopefully it's like a, a duplex or some kind of multifamily thing. Mm-hmm. But so in the middle of all these big picture ideas, I definitely can't imagine involving a product line in 2022. Unless it happens very well, organically. I mean, in terms of bandwidth, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah. So it's. Uh, that could be something like in the, you know, three year goal, three to five year goal instead of just like you want it to happen this year. And I've noticed there's people who do create products. If it's like other YouTubers or celebrities or whoever, they usually have a team that's like the design mm-hmm. team and, 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 and the creative processing so you're team. And, and yeah, and you're just uh, uh, the last signing off kind of thing on it. But so I, it feels like that's the only route to take. As a, like, And yeah. if you don't, then you'd have to shut everything down and just focus solely on right. that. Yeah. it's a whole thing in itself for sure mm-hmm. i think i was i think this desire goals. even drives back to me constantly being discontent with everything i do business-wise mm-hmm. so if i'm discontent with youtube then i start podcast i'm discontent with youtube and podcasting 
I want to get into real estate. I'm discontent about YouTube podcasting and real estate. Then I need to, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. but then what's the next thing when it's, you know, and some people might argue and saying there's like a psychological thing that needs to be counseled through. But at the same so time, you have to keep it's something that I think has kept me um, financially afloat because when one thing fails, you have something else to balance it off. Yeah. Right. You're never always 100 percent up with a vertical line going up on youtube there's going to be seasons like in the winter time the views goes down and then yeah. you're, there's going to be a season where you're going to be maybe either shadow ban or your impressions and 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 your uh, engagement is going to be down on instagram and then there's mm -hmm. th it's going to be a seesaw all, all mm -hmm. over the place but i think the people who come up on top are the people who have diversified enough throughout the process that they can weather the storms multiple, yeah so i don't avenues. know if i could see myself being 50 like my youtube audience is the main like bulk of it is ages uh 25 to 44. can i see myself being a 50 year old guy creating youtube videos i right now i can't you know i can't i can't see myself doing that um so it's i can't imagine me doing that for the rest of my life mm -hmm. so there has to be something else that i need to create to that will build up enough in the future that can take over the, so you know absorb the um the transitions i guess mm -hmm. yeah so i think that's great so i don't think that that desire comes from a negative discontent place i think the discontent part is what creates um, i think it's just like you don't want to be stagnant you want to keep gotta keep moving keep moving yeah and that's i think the people that are super successful it's, it doesn't mean you're not like dissatisfied with where you're at it just means you want to keep that momentum nothing going. scarier than um seeing these actors or musicians and then they retire or the band maybe broke apart whether it was backstreet boys or mm -hmm. maybe you were um uh any of the actors apart from steve carell from and and, and uh, what's his name and jim from the office like what are they doing now you know, right, you don't see them in anything. You used to be a big hit, and now what are you doing? You're not doing anything. So, like, in fact, Kevin Malone, I don't know whoever plays him, but he um, he started a podcast where they strictly just break down, uh, like, uh, Easter eggs within the office television shows. Like, apparently, there's supposed to be different scripts and all this stuff. And I'm thinking, well, how long could that podcast really last? Right. You know, you've broken it all down. Yeah. So maybe they'll transition to something else, maybe, like a different show. But it's to me kind of looks like somebody's trying to grab. Yes, at, of course. At opportunities be like, well, I used to be really well known. And now not to say I'm really well known, but I used to be like these actors, like I used to be very well known. And now that ship has sailed and I never did anything to put money into a thing to grow it or have another right. thing. Yeah. I think it's just you using the momentum you have and the resources you have to keep diversifying moving forward. Got to keep moving. Keep, just keep swimming. Is that a real just song? Just keep swimming. Yeah, it's from Finding Nemo. Interesting. Wow. Ever seen a kid's movie? Gosh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say I have. I, I, I'm trying to figure out where I want to go direction-wise myself in terms of like business goals mm -hmm. because I stopped staging and that was a big bulk of my just like business. Mm -hmm. I have a little bit of design, which I'm still doing, but it's um, very part-time and I'm very like picky about what 
projects I take on because now I know like just bandwidth wise as well what it takes and so I'm like mm -hmm. I don't think I want to do that one anyway but now I love design I love doing it but I almost I really like editing like these little video clips and photos and things like that. And I really enjoy editing. Like the TikTok thing that you've been doing yeah. with the reels? Yeah. And I actually really enjoy doing that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, maybe that's like a direction I will move towards this, this year is like you and I, we banter a lot. We love to have fun. We no, 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 no. This, this <laughs> we're is, so this boring. Is, this is forceful. To me. <laughs> we like, it's very natural for us. And so I have all these like, ideas in my head sometimes of like doing something fun and funny so if i just i feel like that's exactly what you're talking about earlier is like a missed oppor opportunity i don't want that to happen and so i'm like if this is already something that we're i don't know doing just as a family or like just funny things we talk about you know mm -hmm. and we, you and i will um like um kind of um banter and what is it called when you are like uh, make fun of like certain oh fake being happy no <laughs> <laughs> all the time this is what we're doing right now yes no like we make fun of certain um stereotypes stereotypes is a good one to call it and i'm like we already do that all the time and so i'm like maybe that's something i can kind of move towards on my and i already have like a little bit of a following so it's mm -hmm. it's already there so if i just kind of move that direction maybe that's something that i do this year next year so you want to focus more on creating mm. content for like TikTok kind of style content kind of like reels that are um still i mean they could still be like design based a little bit you want to do sketches yeah where like i did one um a few days ago about like wrapping presents which is kind of a design but it's not you know so mm -hmm. if i i just don't know which direction i want to take it do i want to stay focused on design or make my um what is it called not channel but my brand i guess something a little bit different or do i have both you know but i do really enjoy like making those little videos and editing them and mm -hmm. I don't know. You want to edit my YouTube videos? <laughs> no, you already have somebody to do that. <laughs> well, we can have <laughs> we can have you create them. If they're two minutes long, I can do I, it. If they're two minutes long. Yeah. Well, they're a little <laughs> longer than two minutes. I think Kyle says he has to start with like six or four hours worth of oh my gosh. and bring it down to an 18-minute video. So. Mm, yeah, that hurts my stomach. Yeah, yeah I, think, uh, I think it's cool. I mean, uh, listen, you don't have to do anything you don't want to in terms of when we first started before Mr. Billy took off, that was kind of part of our the kind of star origin story is that we needed you to have a real job to pay the bills. A real job? A real job. No, well, yeah. Well, like... Well, yeah. I think you mean consistent... A consistent paycheck. Income, yeah. And... Uh, Which, by that, he means <clears throat> I had the consistent income for a solid year. Yeah. While you were Mr. Bilde was taking off. Just want everybody to know that. Yeah, no, she, you, you kept us afloat when I was trying to get things going. And, and, um, <clears throat> and then we've had that talk where me saying, hey, you don't need to do that if you don't want to. Mm -hmm. if, this is, if this is, I know you were good at design after you started it, but the amount of 
energy that I took from well, you. Well, staging. Staging, for, sorry. Yeah, in particular. So you were almost kind of given this option. It's like you can either continue or you could just help me keep doing what I'm doing and make it easier yeah. for me with the yeah. kids and all and all. Did we stuff, talk about this? We never talked about it, no. I don't think we did. Mm-mm. When I had um, transitioned out of, maybe a little bit when I first transitioned out of staging, but it was a lot of, yeah. It, and also we were, when both people are going at a hundred percent in their businesses, I felt like I really felt like I was neglecting my family and like you because it, I would be gone all day long, come home at like some days like eight p.m., nine p.m. The kids are like in bed, and then I'm so tired I don't want to like have the energy to like talk and and then it was the same thing with you you were going at like 100 because at a a time you were still working part-time at the hospital and mr build it was taking off and i just felt like both of us were no at that point i was already full-time you were build it yeah oh that's right when i when i did well Mm -hmm. i'm just saying at a a certain time Mm -hmm. when we were both doing it and that was before harper and it was actually okay and then once we had Harper, it was like that. You, I really felt that tr- transition of like, I need to be like home more. I need to be like around my kids more. And I think that was before even summer break. They were, my boys were, st- the boys were still in school. And it just felt like we were both, like something had to change, right? That's mm-hmm. what it felt like, at least for me. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think something had to change. The way I saw it is because I figured out a good system and a good workflow and a good, um, consistency of paychecks that I basically said, Hey, um, if like what I'm making is good enough for us right now and you don't have to, by you working, uh, it's, it almost made it like, it makes it harder for me to do what I'm doing because now you're asking me to come or help out last minute on things. Right. You'll or be like, watch the kids. I remember I'd be like, okay, right. are you home this day? Cause I need to go stage. Right. And, My like, mom can't watch the kids or something yeah. like that. Or, or, Hey, we need to get this over. Can we use your truck? And I need my truck to go get supplies. That or, was, or hey, yeah. I can't have helpers and movers that day. Can you come? So there's these, a lot of these like last minute bailouts that, you know, took away from my bandwidth elsewhere. So and it was causing you to like have to, yeah, take the time. It was more stress that was added to the equation. Yeah. And seeing that you're running around with stress and I'm now running around with stress, I, it's like, hey, if you don't want to do this, I just want you to know it's okay for you not to do this. If if you're good with it, you could step down and then help me just have more of a smoother workflow. And then that way, at least only one of us will be stressed and the other one would, uh, one of us will be partially stressed and the other one shouldn't be stressed at all because they're not running their own business. I mean, they'll be stressed because of kids, but they won't be stressed mm-hmm. because of, of their own yeah. fires that they're trying to put I out i kind of forgot about that 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 was a big part of it was i would need your truck but then you would need your truck for supplies and then both of us would be like well okay how are we gonna do this you go get your supplies at like seven in the morning yeah <laughs> and then i have to leave at like eight yeah also can you drop the kids off at my parents house yeah. because i won't be able to and it was just oh, like yeah. this constant it was constant fires constant Con- fires you're always trying to put out those fires mm. and you're making it work and so after doing it for enough of a season you go hey if you don't want to do your thing that's fine yeah um you know and it's i don't want to sound like i'm being sexist where no. it's like hey uh you give up your business or dream and then I'll keep mine. Yeah. Like that's, I don't well, think that's where I meant. No, and no, that's not how it felt at all. It was more like, 
like if you want to scale this up we have to figure out a way for you to like well i'm talking about myself like when we were talking about Mm -hmm. it like if i wanted to scale up my business staging side i would have needed like to hire like you know extra people for staging extra people for moving extra like i would probably have to get my own truck because you were using your truck all the time like there's just a certain part of it where it was like is it worth it to have all this or is it more beneficial and healthy for our family for you to do your your thing and then me focus on like my smaller design projects that i'm not using your truck on that i'm not like stressed out to the max on staging because i'm missing furniture that never arrived and i'm assembling furniture at midnight because it just came in the mail and i have to stage with it the next day and things like that where it was like is this is it becoming like is it worth it or is it not worth it anymore? It was a, a long season of us being so burned out that we oh, would be just like so rolling, out. rolling our uh, eyes at each, at, at kind of at each other, not at each other, not to say like the word, but like after a long day of me working and I'm trying to unwind, now I'm seeing you trying to like deal with your stress, putting the furniture together. Yeah. And then now I'm rolling my eyes because I have to go and help you because I'm not going to just yeah. have you just go put them together. You know what I mean? I like, know. Now, so, and you're watching me with my frustrations of not being able to put some right, of this stupid furniture. Right. And the next day I have to wake up at yeah six and like finish up a job because the photographers are coming at nine o'clock and everything has to be done, but it's not because I wasn't able to finish it the night before. And just so much of that were like, it's actually giving me like a stomachache think, like thinking back to it. The I don't boxes, know how I did it for so long. The constant boxes of, of furniture showing up yeah. that you're, that we have to break down. I mean, we're talking about like yeah. multiple truckloads of styrofoam. Because you can't send this furniture to a storage unit. Right. And so it has to come to your house. The living room always had boxes of, of, yeah. of furniture coming in for these clients. Um, and then uh, when I had that conversation with you, I said, one of the things I noticed is like in terms of like effort of like how much effort you put in and how much like money you get back. There is a thing that happens where if you have a tangible business with a goods and services that's local, specifically the the city that you live in, Mm -hmm. if you live in a large metropolitan area, that paycheck will be larger, right? Because, you know, there's a a greater population you're serving. In a smaller area, that service fee would be a lot smaller, right? right? You take landscaping, you take an interior designer, you take a dog walker. They're gonna. The prices are gonna be different mm-hmm. from big to cost small. Cost of living is different. Too cost of living, each, exactly. Yeah, but the thing that's that's not different is internet money. When it's internet money, meaning you're you're competing for people's attention in terms of uh, advertisement. Mm-hmm. When that's the case, you have people who are paying you to advertise from New York. You have people who are paying you to advertise from California. You have LA. You have people who are even paying you from uh, uh, overseas because there's like a marketing agency. Mm -hmm. They're like, hey, can you run this ad for us? Do this ad read. That number of what you get paid, there's no um, uh, payroll sheet of like saying, no, 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 this is what it costs. Everything is based off of the type of audience that you have and your branding. So the internet money essentially is limitless. Mm -hmm. So you might have 100,000 YouTube subscribers and some brands like, hey, we want you to do an ad read. And your average view count is whatever. That one brand says, hey, we'll pay you this amount. And you go, sorry, I charge this amount. 
they'll go, well, you know, we worked with, you know, influencers before and this is what the going rate is like. No, no, no. That's what their going rate is like for my branding, my audience, my niche that I'm in or niche that I'm in. This is what it costs. And you the price will go up or they'll go away and then you'll meet somebody else and they say yes. So like that's like you're not capped mm -hmm. as an interior designer with the amount of work and effort and energy that you're putting into there's nothing cap staging. staging. You were you were getting paid on the highest end, maybe two hundred bucks less than the highest person locally here. And so, if you're looking at advancing forward, like how do I scale up? Your your profit margin is going down. Number one, your inventory is going up. Like it's just not the best uh, uh, business plan for a business to own, right? Unless you scale up. Well, yeah. you, unless you scale up, but when you, even when you scale up. Your, your, your overhead has to increase. Like you're talking about some of your, your uh, competitors or gals you work with like who have like warehouses of furniture, yeah. like Ikea yeah. size warehouses, not Huge. Ikea size, but like yeah. Walmart sizes. And, and, and when you see furniture, because I saw those places, when you see furniture sitting there, that's money that they're not making. Mm -hmm. That's, th that place should be empty. Because it's inventory that's just sitting there that they've that had place, to buy. Yes. If that place is empty, then that money, that stuff is out there making you money. So then yeah. why do you even have this warehouse, which is $10,000 a month for lease? Right. So it wasn't the healthiest uh, business plan in the world of staging in terms of how much effort you're putting in. It was it was too much effort in, in terms of what I was getting back. Yeah. So I my, my argument to you, I was like, listen, I'm like, you can you can sell that part off and just focus on creating your branding on the social media world where you can make the internet money mm -hmm. and so that's essentially what you're doing now you did you, you did design so now you're kind of you're picking and choosing the projects but yeah i mean go I'm make real find, videos yeah. go make real videos if you create yeah. enough of an audience like that now you have internet audience money where the brand says we want to advertise this right and you go make a TikTok right. or a reel or, or a short you know youtube short Right, YouTube short, okay, but yeah, I think I think it's um, since uh, uh, ending the staging side of my business, which was in when was that? April, May. Sure. My last. Uh, I thought it was yeah. Okay. Well, actually, I decided to quit in April, um, but my last staging job I think was in June, so six months ago. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like we've created this like flow now. And then like, I don't know, it just feels so much healthier where we're at now in terms mm -hmm. of like our family and you being able to do your stuff without being interrupted and, you know, somebody <laughs> stealing your truck <laughs> or somebody calling you at, you know, in the middle of your workday because they can't um, back the trailer up or... <laughs> They're missing something or they can't carry something up to some flight of stairs. Things like that where you can, your flow is just like, you, I don't know, you're in this like zone and you can do it without being interrupted. And I, I, I think that's been really healthy for our family. But also I think on your part, it's, I feel like you should feel a level of freedom now right? i do You're like, I and can now do i can take the I kids want. to school and pick them up from school and i'm spending time like I, I feel like i'm around more which i love that well but i mean what i mean by because there's people also who obviously listen i'm not saying like you're now a stay-at-home mom but it's what i'm saying is like there's a level of freedom where you go 
if I want to focus on this line of work, I can, I can focus do it. on that yeah. line of work. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily like, no, I have to do this. And yeah. then if I have time. Which I'm go. excited for the new year because I feel like I have like some ideas now. I feel like I took this six months and kind of like took a break, mm -hmm. which is really kind of good because I was so burnt out. I was, I, I remember not even wanting to like, take on like even smaller design projects because I was so burnt out from like, I don't want to think about like furniture <laughs> or mm -hmm. like putting things together. And then in the midst of it, we were doing our house, which, you know, I've, you know, we have to um, stage that side too with every project you do. Mm -hmm. I kind of help you. And so I think that was, I just was so burnt out. So I needed like a little bit of time to like reassess maybe. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of my like, design projects i can't i love working with like companies and it's it's great i love it but a lot of those projects i can't post on my or i can but it just won't be like they're not visually like appealing like my aesthetic on my feed and so i a lot of times i can't like post that kind of stuff anyway and so i'm like if i if i'm only posting pictures of our house now like, how do I capitalize on that? And I think, I guess videos is where it's at. Well, I think, well, I do think that the whole sketch, sketches and videos are just totally like along where the way you're programmed. And I think I am. Yeah, I think it's just you're you're good at it. You're good at being silly. You have no problem being silly. And, you know, you just have to execute Which, at that point on. Yeah, it's, it's just about like setting days of like the week planning where I'm going to do this. Sure. Plan exactly, planning. But you know what's funny? I realize this about myself. Um, I can't like act on cue when there's like an audience watching. So like mm -hmm. even when Kyle was, it was just Kyle recording and I had to like say something, I couldn't do it because I just felt like, oh my gosh, is he like judging me? You know, is he watching and like laughing on the inside because I'm saying it wrong or like mm -hmm. he thinks I'm fake. I can't do it when somebody's watching. But if I do it and record it myself with nobody watching, it's like I can, I don't know, like turn it on, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I'm sure everybody's that way, but you're not because you can turn it on at any time. <laughs> well, I, I've done it long enough to be yes, able to turn it on. Yes, maybe that's what it is. But I'm like, I, if I can make these videos where like I can make them myself where nobody's watching me and then I post them and I don't feel like embarrassed about it. But for whatever it's reason. It's to see the numbers going up when you're like, wow, look, I got this many views on it. Yeah. And, and it's still like me being myself. I don't feel like fake about mm -hmm like the the stuff i'm like putting out i well, think it's still I think, fun i think you paved the road in a very smart way uh and the reason why is your very first video was confessions of a stage oh yeah <laughs> right that was like you, you were four silly. years ago you yeah, were silly on camera ago. you were silly on camera you did your dances you did your frustration things and yeah. so people for the last four years kind of saw that there's the side of you you didn't just go one but i kind of go. just glimpsed like had glimpses yeah. of it nobody went like this oh irena just got a TikTok. she's uh she's now wanting to be a TikToker. Like, like nobody's slowly. doing that people are like no she's always been mm -hmm. she's always been putting out these like silly goofy things she's just now doubling down on it and my stories like we're yeah. all we've been always silly and just goofy so i it's think transition. i'm just my biggest fear is like not being authentic and genuine and I think that's hindered me for a long time mm -hmm. with social media. And that's why I've never been like super personal in the social media is because I, I have this fear of like somebody's going to like expose me for being fake, which I don't ever felt like I've been fake. But, you know, it's like that mm -hmm. fear of, wait a second. She feels like she's being like 
totally that's not her well the people who, and it's that people pleasing obviously sure sure but uh whenever there has to be a track record that you go that's that's who they that's are that's what they would yeah. do first okay you got to be completely honest the way i am on camera is the different way that i am in person like because when i'm on camera i i dial it up but you're it's the same it's just um like the speed that i talk the it's the speed the that you talk that's the only that, difference the energy that i put in that is that's me competing for people's attention because mm-hmm. that's what the algorithm likes right when when uh, somebody runs into me in public and be like hey man i watch your youtube show yeah. and i fist bump them i'm not like oh really what? like i'm not billy yeah. mays in front of them like i'm not like oxyclean guy like i'm but, just like hey yeah. man i really appreciate it thank you so much for that and they don't know that internally i'm having this like this i just want to be at home and i don't want to be around right yeah. now because yeah. i've been so used to just like you said it's just you and the camera mm-hmm. for so long that yeah, people well, at least with you, like you, it's you, but dialed up. I'm just dialed up. But That's you right. have the same humor. You yes. have the same like little witty comments. That's still you. And so it's, it, I, to me, it always feels genuine when I ch- watch our videos because these little comments you'll say and like the funny things mm-hmm. that you just do, it's still you, but it is the, just the um, excitement. I guess the level is dialed up a little yeah. and you're, you do talk a lot faster on your videos. I do. Yeah. And that's like just a, an attention but, algorithm thing. But then it comes back to our podcast. People listen to you on the podcast and go, Oh, like that's just, you know, this is who he is. Mm-hmm. So I think your internal struggle with creating something like that and, and, and worrying what people will be thinking about you and that's not you and you're faking it. I think that's an internal struggle that, Every single person, whether it is starting an Instagram account, starting a woodworking business, starting a design Anything, business, yeah. is always pe- people like everybody who has the same exact fear. People might think this is not me. I'm not being genuine. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to fake it. I'm trying to be something that I'm not. And that's what's keeping them from being happy. I think what you have fallen into this realization of finding something that you are good at and you have fun at mm-hmm. and you enjoy doing that is the missing link piece to everybody's success yes I think people work 66 percent of the people are not happy with their life they're not happy with their spouse is that they're a not real happy. statistic that's a real statistic i yeah. that that 66 percent of the people were asked uh of a certain group of people 66 percent of people out of that group of testing group were not were dissatisfied <laughs> with their life they're, they don't like their asshole boss that they're working for. They don't like their job. Mm. They don't like the, the, their relationship maybe sometimes with their spouse. They don't like maybe the, the, the fact they don't have financial freedom and they're in debt. There's, a, there's a, a lot of that kind of stuff. Right. Mental health is a huge aspect of it as well. But 66% of the people. Now, one of the questions was asked yesterday when I did an um, a Instagram asking anything. Somebody asked me, what's the secret of happiness? And I had to answer on the fly, but I do believe I, I agree with what I said. I said is the secret of happiness is finding things that do things that bring you joy and then find out things that cause cancer, whether it's relationships, people, or things, or lifestyle, and cut those things out. Mm-hmm. And I think what you did is just that. You go, okay, I have freedom right now to do whatever I want to do. I really enjoy making these things and editing them. Mm-hmm. I like being silly. I like fun. And I enjoy that. That's something that you need to double down on. Mm-hmm. When people don't find those things, and unfortunately too many people don't find those things, they just kind of settle for consistency and um, 
reliability. I'm relied on, I'm relying on a paycheck every two weeks. I'm mm -hmm. relying on this job that lets me come in at nine to five. Like mm -hmm. they get, they like to be content. They like safety. They like that safety net. They're not, they like consistency, mm -hmm. but you found something that you enjoy. You have now the opportunity. You didn't have it before, but you now have the opportunity of like, I could start and stop anything I want. Mm -hmm. Um, why not double down? You already found that thing. So right, yeah, right. double down on it. That's a good New Year's resolution is saying, I want to double down on creating these short form videos, mm -hmm. these sketches. And I think, I think you totally should. Yeah. While still like, I don't know. I, then I'm, I'm trying to like figure out, do I keep my like design feed or do I like change that up? So it'll be a kind of a, a, a learning, I guess, year with where I want to go. Either way, I am having a lot of fun. <laughs> hey, listen. Which, I mean, that's a huge part of it. It's like, I want, it's just fun for me to do that kind of, like, because that's what, what we do, like, all day long is just, we're, we're so fun. <laughs> all right, Ms. M. Well, I'm, I'm we, excited for 2022 for you. It's going to be a good year. And um, cheers. I'm excited to you to do it. Yeah, cheers. 2022, not 2021. You I said, said 2022. I thought you said 2021. No, I said 2022. We'll have to listen back. Sure. But I, that's what I said, 2022. It's going to be a great year. It is going to be a great year. Have you seen that meme that's like somebody, I can't remember the person. It's like a celebrity. And they're like going like this, like with their hands on, like on the sides of their head and like freaking out. And it says, when you realize that 2022 is just 2020 and then T-O-O. -O. <laughs> <laughs> like we're going to have to relive 2020 oh, again. that's hilarious. I'm like, uh, no, right, it'll be a good year. Thank you for listening to us this year. Um, we hope that you continue to listen to us the next year. And uh, we have a lot of really cool, exciting things planned. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye.